The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May the 10th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, first and foremost, a coronavirus rant. Uh, last check, we're almost at 1.4 million cases and 80,000 deaths. Um, I... <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime where it just changes on a daily basis. Um, I'm trying to look up some information here now. Uh, I don't see any... I'm trying to look for at least for my home state to see if they've updated any information. No, it's the same information from Friday. Um, um, I mean, some good news. Well, like I said before on previous episodes, my job sometimes sends me, sends me to hospitals and, um, I was partnered up with another guy. We worked for the same place and I was part partnered up with him. And he said the coronavirus is making us do what we should have already been doing. And he made a lot of sense when he said that. And I look at the uh, the airplane industry now and they're cleaning up a lot more f- frequently and sanitizing different areas. Uh Whereas before they were not doing that. I mean, if you have, if you've ever flown before, you know, it's like disgusting. So um, I haven't flown in a long time, but the last time I did, it was uh, pretty disgusting. And I'm just glad I had brought some Clorox wipes to wipe down. I mean, anytime I'm getting on like a, a plane or a um, bus or anywhere where I have to touch things, even like a movie theater, I bring Clorox wipes. Like if a movie theater has cloth seats, I usually don't go. I only go if they have like plastic seats or leather seats. <laughs> and I always wipe the area down before I sit down. Um, just to be safe, man. Like when I go to work, I wipe down 
door handles. I clean the bathroom. I clean the work areas. And I've been doing that for like forever. Like I had got really sick a couple years ago. And it was just from not cleaning um, like I should have been cleaning as far as like door handles and things of that nature. Um, where I live, there's 7,531 cases, 330 deaths, plus 164 on cases, plus 10 on the deaths for this past weekend. Um, I don't see any new symptoms, which is a good thing because it just seems like on a daily basis, the, the symptoms you know, it's just there's a new a symptom added um, every day. So um, I just hope that I'm not going to take the vaccine because I just think they're rushing it through. And there's had there's to me, there, ha there has to be an ulterior motive for pushing that vaccine through like that. And I'm just I've never taken a vaccine in my life that I can remember. Like, so, and I believe vaccines, especially for kids and babies, they just, you know, they, they don't know what's in those vaccines. So, um, that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant today. Um, let me know what you think about it. Um, next segment is entitled, was Michael Jordan good for the NBA? He was good from a TV standpoint. I don't know if he was good for, you know, the other players in the league because he dominated so much. I think, <laughs> you know, I'm a, can, I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I think, you know, the powers that be had to get him out the league so other people could win. I really feel like if, if he hadn't left the league for two years, he probably would have won eight straight championships. I don't think that's beyond because they had the best team. And even when he wasn't there, the Bulls were still highly competitive. So I just say the Houston Rockets back-to-back -back championships, 94-95, have an asterisk beside him. No Michael Jordan in the league. I, I have to say that. I, I don't like. I mean. I I respect Michael Jordan. But I didn't really. I wasn't a fan of his. Now. When he was in the finals. In the Eastern Conference finals. I watched the games. Because I'm a basketball fan. Alright. I don't. I don't like the Warriors. I don't like LeBron. But. When they played each other in the finals. I watched. Because. I'm a fan. Um, the one thing I admire about Michael Jordan, he took, he took a ass whooping for, you know, seven or eight years and he, he paid his dues. He didn't go join up with, you know, the Pistons or the Celtics or Magic. He, he stayed in Chicago. He took his hits and he, he broke through. Um, so from that respect, yeah, he was good from the NBA, but he kept a lot of people from winning championships. Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, uh, Reggie Miller, uh, Magic Johnson, um, 
I'm trying to think. Uh, he it's more than that, but those are like the main characters. Um, you know, Isaiah Thomas is like I've said in other episodes is the only guy that can look at Michael Jordan and say, "Hey, I got a winning record against you. We beat you. We whooped you. We owned you." Okay, when when you played against us, you were scared, and that's you know, early on it just looked like he didn't really break through until ninety ninety one. From from eighty five until eighty nine, it just it was just like Jordan was playing scared. He didn't become that killer until ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. That's when he became Michael Jordan, the the assassin. Like I'm just gonna rip your heart out and squish it. So, um. You know, I, I say overall he was good for the NBA from a TV standpoint. You know, the way they got it set up now, the parody, like anybody can go to the finals on any given year. You know, that just wasn't possible 20 years ago. You know, we pretty much knew it was going to be Bulls, Lakers, Pistons, you know, somebody like that, or the Celtics. Um, So... That's going to do it for that segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is entitled Christian Ponder. What happened? Um, Looking at some of the information here, he's married to Sam Ponder of ESPN. My phone is acting crazy. Um, I, I don't know if I've done anything on Christian Ponder. And my phone is still being retarded. Okay, nothing wants to come up. Still efforting here. Alright. Oh, you gotta love when this happens. Thank you very much. Gotta love this, man. Still working, still working here. Still working. All right, here we go. All right, 6'2", 230. Didn't know he was that big. First round pick, 2011. Pick number 12. Played for the Vikings for four years. Raiders for one year. Denver for one year. And... San Francisco for one year. He's only 32 years old, which is still young in terms of quarterback. Uh, not really good statistics. Very intelligent player. A road scholar. Um, uh, he's married to Sam Ponder. Um... They've got a kid together. Um, they named their daughter Bowden. Wow. That's a hell of a name for a girl. Um, 
It doesn't say anything in here about his education, but he was a, he was partly in 2010. That's that's really when Florida State got back on track. He was he was probably the guy that helped us the most. They benched Drew Weatherford in favor of him, and he he had a pretty good year. And we I think we went nine and four, ten and four or something like that. And you know he was part of the reason why we got back, and. Uh, and the, one of the reasons why we were able to get E.J. Manuel and later Jameis Winston, because those recruits saw what he did with Christian Ponder. Um, so uh, his pro career, um, he had the one good year in 2010, and he he went he went pro, and I think the the Vikings just reached on him. I don't think he was worth the number 12 pick, but um, I don't know if he's going to try to make a comeback. He's out the league as of right now. So, I mean, he was good at Florida State. I mean, that's pretty much all I really care about. He did play for my boys, the Niners, one year. Um, he was a three-star uh, quarterback coming out. He's from Texas, so whatever. Um, we'll just have to see what happens with him, like I always say. Um, that's going to do it for that segment. Next segment is entitled uh, Brian Burns, Rookie Year Review. Um, let's take a look at him. Only 22 years old from Flor Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 6'5", 250. Uh, he had seven and a half sacks, 25 tackles. Um, they're they basically redid the whole defensive line. I'm pretty sure he's going to factor in, uh, significantly. Um, he's got to change that number that 53 looks awful on him. Um, uh, I would say that he had a pretty good year for a rookie. Um, I would have liked to see more tackles. I don't know if he played on a part-time basis or just situational pass rushing situations. Um, but decent rookie stats. Nothing to, you know, thumb your nose up about. Um, I think I think with the defensive line additions that they've made this year, uh, some of those numbers should go up. Um, you got a new staff in place. I think they're gonna run that four-two-five hybrid system. Um, I think, and he can he can also drop back into coverage because he did that some at Florida State. He can stand up and drop back in coverage. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, he's a Florida State guy, so I'm always gonna pull for him. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Last segment, can Florida State still install everything if the season is played? Yeah, they can. I mean, um, you know, they're saying that the humidity of the summer will temporarily, you know, contain the virus. I don't know. I don't know. So if that does happen, then, yeah, you've got June, July, and August. Um it helps the freshman quarterback because none of the other guys can really get a leg up on them unless they're doing virtual 
coaching sessions, which I hope they are doing. Um, if they're doing that, I think they can um, include the other guys, Purdy and Rotomaker. Um, but if you're going to march a true freshman out there, you better be right about him. Um, but I think June, your first game is in September. So you've got June, July, and August to get all your stuff installed and get this team into game shape. So, yeah, you got enough time. I mean, you would have liked to have had April, April and May, March, April, and May to do more conditioning stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. Health comes first. And um, we'll just have to see what happens, man. I'm pulling for these guys. I'm pulling for Norvell. Um, <laughs> I don't think he – I think uh, – I don't think he likes this show too much. I think somebody probably said something to him, and he he don't like this show at all. I had an episode called No Norvell, Please. So it is what it is. But – that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, as always, go Knowles. <laughs>